Hi, this is Tina Black, and this is the B-Series Podcast. Today, we'll be exploring untold stories of transformation and leadership. We hope you'll subscribe and check out the B-Books and send us your stories of transformation after listening. Um, so I have um, decided that Tina, um, she's been cloned. Um, I think that there's probably <clears throat> more than one Tina out there because I don't know how you do it, Tina. You're a school owner. You do podcasts. You're an author. Um, you're the leader of the Be Nice or Else Club. Um, uh, you're a motivational speaker. You're a mom. And you're probably the hottest grandma out there as well. Um, <laughs> and you always have the best, biggest smile and laugh. And um, so, you know, and, and, and you, you've got schools in Florida and Michigan. And again, I don't know how you do it. So I think that there are more than one of you. Um, so you've been cloned. But anyway, everybody, lots of love for, um, you know, one of my favorite people and leaders uh, in our company and uh, Tina Black, everyone. Oh my gosh, you're so kind. And actually, I am cloned. I actually have people that are better than me. And that's Sean, <laughs> you know, number one, and Lisa Martin, and then many of my education leaders and future professional advisors on here. I We could not do this whole thing without Sarah Kabeski. So this entire uh, year would have never happened without her as well too. I'm the only one who calls her Sarah Kabeski too, she told me so. But I am actually standing here with high heels on. Don't ask me why, how stupid is that, right? Because my legs are gonna be killing me after I speak. But one of the reasons why I do that is just, I feel like I can come more ready for all of you. And, and of course, making sure my hair looks good and all that. I've got the Florida hair going on. It's pretty rough this morning, but seeing all your faces, honestly, just makes me so happy this morning. You have no idea how much I needed this. And it's so crazy because every time I speak on something or when someone asks me to speak on something, I'm the one who needs it the most. So um, I know that this is just going to bless myself, um, but it's really going to bless all of you as well too. So I'm really looking forward to uh, spending a little bit of time with all of you this morning. So thank you so much, Brennan and Erica and Jen for asking me. This is such an honor as well. And, and so I just want to ask you, because I just wrote an article. I love uh, writing articles. I, I write for a, a magazine, a Naples magazine, and it's called Living the Good Life. And I was trying to think about all of you because you are the front line. You're the front line to our future professionals. And when I look back in 20 plus years being in this industry, the one thing that I'm sad about is that I don't get to work with the future professionals like all of you doing one-on-ones. But I do get an opportunity to work with all of our leaders that get to work with our future professionals. And I believe that there's no way that I would be where I am today, like Brian Brennan was saying, if I was doing it all by myself and I needed to not only clone myself, but have people that were better than me so that I could go the step further. And so in the chat box, when you think of living the good life, what actually comes to your mind? I want to hear living the good life. What comes to your mind? So go ahead and put that 
in the chat box. Maybe it's sitting on the beach. I've been able to do that. I've been in Florida this past week and I've been enjoying that, of course, going boating, right? Traveling. Uh, maybe it's having, you know, um, a career that you fully love. And hopefully you're in that career right now that you fully love, right? I love financial security, family time. And, you know, it's interesting when I was writing this article, of living the good life. I actually came from an idea that I got from Success Magazine. If you don't read Success Magazine, I highly recommend it. It's really great magazine and really great content as well. And the interesting thing was, is they actually did this survey of people in nine different countries from the US all the way to Australia. And I thought it was really, really interesting. And I'm gonna do this survey with all of you. And I just wanna ask you, what do all of you really strive for? And so I guess have it up on the screen, Erica, let me know if it's not up on the screen. And so what do you strive for? Do you strive for a happy life, stability and comfort? Do you strive for a meaning life, a meaningful life purpose and significance? Or do you strive for a psychologically rich life a variety of interesting and perspective changing experiences. So go ahead and pick one. And while you're doing that, as the poll goes through, Erica, you can let me know when it's ready and you can launch it for me. And I love Suzanne. She said, uh, sitting in my chair by the beach, amen, girl, uh, with a glass of wine for me as well. <laughs> Happy hour by myself or with my husband, right? So awesome. So here we go. We have uh, sharing the poll results here, which is really interesting, actually, because uh, when they actually did this research of nine different countries, they were interviewing people from United States all the way to Australia, which I thought was really interesting. It's actually very similar to our poll results, but I'm not surprised because we actually have more people uh, that want the meaningful life. And so we see here we got about 46% in the Palm Mental School. Uh, you guys are the front line to our future professionals. You want a happy life. And then the second, of course, is a meaningful life. And the third is a psychologically rich life. When they researched these people in nine different countries, they found 50 to 70% of people in the world strive for a happy life, right? So which is very similar to our poll results that we have here too as well, right? Second was a meaningful life and third was a psychologically rich life. My goal today is that every single one of you will desire a meaningful life and a psychologically rich life when, when I get done with this 30 minutes with all of you. And, and so I'm going to challenge myself as well today to really work on that, uh, to really work on having more of a meaningful life and as well as a psychologically rich life. And I, I believe in order to do that, there's only one way that we can make that happen, and that's to become resilient. Maybe this is one of my next books. I don't know, Brennan, we'll see uh, if that come in, it comes into fruition. Maybe one of you need to write it with me. Who knows? <laughs> write this book. Resilient is actually it, in the dictionary of recovering from a misfortune or change. And I believe that every single one of you are severely resilient. Otherwise, you still would not be on this call, right? Because I believe that this virus, this COVID-19 virus actually separated our players from our pretenders in our companies. And I'm actually talk about that in a little bit as well too. But 
as I said, in order to have a meaningful life and a psychologically rich life, we have to be resilient. How many of you have heard of the art of Kintsugi? I heard it for the first time by a speaker, Dr. Caroline Leaf. I'm on the John Maxwell team and she spoke and it was really interesting. She has this really great app. I highly recommend it. It's called the Switch app. And so I started doing it. I'm actually in my fifth 21 day uh, journey of trying to get rid of toxic thoughts, right? So think about this because Kintsugi is very interesting. It means to mend with gold. This is a book, highly recommend it. It's called Kintsugi, the Japanese art of embracing the imperfect and loving your flaws. And so you can actually take your flaws, all your mistakes and your pain and turn it into your secret weapon. So Kintsugi, what they'll do is they'll take broken pottery instead of throwing it away. How many of you have thrown away broken pottery? I know I have. They'll take it and they'll mend it and with dusted gold, right? They'll mend it with dusted gold. And I just think that's so amazing because I started to think about myself. Like, do I really dust myself off with gold? So I'm going to help you today find your gold. How many of you want to find your gold today? So go ahead and put that in the chat box and say, I am going to find my gold, right? This is just a mini coaching session. I love probably my favorite thing to do, uh, Brennan, is being a life coach. And I try to step in for as many team members as I can, right? And uh, all of my salons and just being their life coach, helping them to find their gold. And I know in order to do that for myself, I have to ask my, myself a question every day. How can I show up today so that I can have a meaningful life? How can I show up? How did I show up at the gym today? How did I show up at Starbucks? I mean, my gosh, when I went and got my Starbucks, I was thinking, well, what could I do to show up for them? Well, this guy, he gets on the, I've never heard this in Starbucks. And he's like, welcome to Starbucks. I thought for sure that it was a recording and it wasn't, it was a real person. And he was just having fun with what he had today. And he was really, really probably taking adversity and turning it into gold today. And I just thought that was really, really cool. But in order to build this this powerful habit of resiliency, powerful habit, because that's what it is, right? We have to retrain our brain. And I love it because I haven't even been a part of your trainings that you've been having going on. I wish I had been uh, because my future, prof uh, future professional advisors and my education leader shared with me some of the things, their favorite things. And one of them, Kelly King said, was retraining your brain. And interesting enough, I'm really studying this with Dr. Caroline Lee. You can actually do your own brain surgery, which I think is pretty awesome, of retraining your brain to build this habit of resiliency. And I believe that there's five pillars. And so we're going to talk briefly about these five pillars, self-awareness, purpose, mindfulness, relationships, as well as self-care. So we're going to talk about those right now. So who's excited to learn about this? Uh, first and foremost, it's self-awareness. 
We're doing this incredible six-month course, Sean Chido, Lisa Martin, and I. It's called Leaders Made Here. And we're working with all of our leaders in our four Palm Mitchell schools. And I'm really excited about this because I know that they're gonna, I'm gonna empower them to be able to train all of their learning leaders, the front line that deals with every single one of our future professionals. Could you imagine is from the top down, right? If I'm resilient. My leaders are resilient. My learning leaders are resilient. Our future professionals won't drop from our schools. They'll live out their dream that they have. They'll have the resiliency. And now more than ever, we need to build this muscle of resiliency, right? And so the bottom line is this with self-awareness, right? Um, you can't grow yourself if you don't know yourself. I remember when I hired my first coach. How many of you have ever hired a life coach? I hired my first coach and I'll never forget. It was actually Mary Burlingame. Many of you know her on this call today, uh, but she changed my life. She changed my life of knowing that I needed to focus on my self-awareness. And you know how she started me out? And this is what we do with all of our Leaders Made Here courses. This is what I do with every time I coach somebody, I start Start with helping them define their strengths. And there's some really great ways. Strength Finder 2.0 is one of my favorite ways. And take that test over and over every couple of years because eventually you're going to find the two that keep showing up. It took me about four years to figure out the two that kept showing up. And as you can imagine, is being driven and being an activator. So I'm sure you're not surprised, Brent, because I'm living in my gold. I'm living in what I'm supposed to be doing, the meaningful life, right? And until you're able to do that, you, you've got to be able to figure out what are your strengths. And my other favorite way is through DISC personality assessments, DISC. Sean Chido and I are DISC trainers as well as consultants. And it's amazing because we've been taking our team members through this, but first we had to take ourselves through it. And Sean will attest to this and Lisa Martin, that it's really taking us about a year to really discover our strengths and to study our weaknesses and what we need to do to grow past them. And so, as I mentioned, I'm on my fifth 21 day building powerful habit of getting rid of toxic thoughts. I didn't even realize how bad my toxic thoughts were until 2020 because when adversity shows up, that's when you start to have these realizations, right? And I believe the whole world is having these realizations. I just lost my father a week ago and I didn't realize how scared I was of death until I started going through this process with him. And so I had to go what I call from going from suppression to expression to reconceptualization. Okay, I'll back up again. So from suppressing my toxic thoughts to expressing my toxic thoughts, right? To reconceptualizing them. So finding the gold right? Finding the gold. And so I want to help you today. We're going to do a mini uh, finding your gold today, right? To help you become more resilient. And so I want you to name, name a struggle that you're going through right now. Name a struggle. Maybe it's a relationship struggle. Maybe it is a flaw. Maybe it's a mistake. Maybe it's a failure. Maybe it's a pain that you're going through right now. You can either put it in the chat box or write it on a piece of paper. Please 
play along with me because I can promise you this will change your life to help you to become more resilient. I mean, who doesn't want to be more resilient, right? We all do. We all want to become more resilient, right? So go ahead and put that in there in the chat box if you want to be vulnerable. I'll tell you, when you're vulnerable and transparent, you're going to see a shift a lot quicker. I want to share with you in 2014, I was diagnosed with a cancerous lesion on my uterus and I suppressed it. I suppressed it for a long time. I really, I didn't even tell my family. My family had no idea this was going on. All of a sudden, I'm on my way to Florida. I run into Wynn Claybaugh because he was speaking at uh, Steve Cowan's schools. And so I thought, I wanna hear Wynn. I just, I just need to hear Wynn today. So I fly into Chicago, I hear him speak. All of a sudden he pulls me into this room and he has me meet the people from Bright Pink. And Bright Pink is, a, as you all know, because you all raised money again this year. Thank you so much for the nonprofit Bright Pink. And I sat there and I won't forget, ever forget that moment because they helped me to go from suppressing my thoughts to expressing them because that weakens the toxicity, that weakens the toxicity. So whatever pain you're going through, if you express them verbally on paper, whatever that might look like, right? And then you can go to reconceptualizing. I started crying, not because I felt sorry for myself. I'm sure Wynn was probably like, what in the world is going on with Tina right now? Cause it's like, whoa. And uh, so I'm crying, I'm crying because I'm happy because I realized right then and there why I was going through it. And I knew the gold was because I was become, I was going to become an educational ambassador for Bright Pink to help women prevent breast and ovarian cancer. Well, you fast forward and I didn't realize some of the suppression that I've been suppressing over the years. Gosh, I wish I would have known this in my 20s. I'm training my team on this right now. I'm training our leadership teams on this right now. I wish I would have known some of these things because I've been having to work on, some of you have put some of this in as well. I've been having to work on shame this year. I've been having to work on rejection, on, um, on selfishness on severe anxiety. I didn't realize how much anxiety that I was struggling with, right? And right now I'm dealing with control, right? Letting go of control and just really surrendering. And it takes really 21 days to build a powerful habit. So if I could challenge all of you today, that as you go through this, spend the next 21 days finding the root, right? But not ruminating on this negative thought. Ruminating, it means going over and over and over and in your head. How many of you have done that? Like you go to bed and you're thinking about this awful relationship that you have with somebody and you ruminate in bed and you can't sleep. You, you know, it just goes over and over and over. Well, that's because you haven't done the work to truly express it right? To truly express that toxic thought. So that's what I want to challenge you to do. And authentic journaling is the way my mom just lost her husband and she's 83 years old and I'm helping her to do this right now, right? Instead of jumping into painkillers and prescription medication to do this work so that you can feel the pain and reconceptualize the pain. And I'm just really enjoying the time that I'm able to spend with my mom and I'm not taking any of that for granted. I wanna to go to pillar number two and that's 
mindfulness. You know, it's interesting uh, because I know we talk so much about this here in the Palm Mitchell School world, and I love it because mindfulness is so important because it actually changes your brain, right? It helps you to do your own brain surgery. But most of us, including me, don't take the time to do it because we're so busy doing that we forget about being right and so uh, so you become more resilient to stressful events when you actually take the time and all i'm asking is for you to take 7 to 16 minutes a day and i always recommend to do this in the morning uh, nighttime is great before you go to bed as well but especially in the morning to get your day started remember i said earlier that i asked myself this powerful question every day is how can i show up today so i can have a meaningful life well, a meaningful life happens from meaningful days every single day, right? Right on top of each other. And so first and foremost, you've got to focus on attitude, right? And so if anyone were to ask, uh, if I were to talk to someone that knew you and I asked them, how was your attitude on a scale of one to 10 being the best? What would they say? What would they tell me? What number would they give me? Go ahead and put that in the chat box if you feel brave to do it, right? So with your attitude, like, do you have that perfectly optimistic attitude, right? So this is a muscle that you have to train. And it really is like who you're hanging out with too, right? Because the more I get around negative Nancy's, right? The more I become less optimistic. And so I've got to be careful of the people that I'm talking with and people that are holding me accountable. Thanks for your honesty here and your transparency, you guys, right? Building that habit of optimism, right? To shift that negative rumination that I'm talking about. Because if you keep negatively ruminating over a negative, toxic pain, flaw, mistake, failure, toxic thought that you have a relationship, right? I always say, if you got issues with someone, issue, <laughs> <laughs> and so owning that perception through that process, right? So again, you know, talking about um, that rumination of the cancer that I had, the fear, right? Getting to the root of it. Where'd that fear come from? Like, where did it really come from? And writing that out. And how can I turn that into my gold, right? You might already thought of like your goal today. You may have already thought of it, or it could take you the full 21 days to get to it. Sometimes I think I found it in the first couple of days, but trust me, do the work in the 21 days. I have a private Facebook page called Be Amazing. If you want to join, we're going to start this 21-day detox before the beginning of the year. Who doesn't need a brain detox right now before 2021, right? To start anew, to start learning how to retrain your brain. And, and so you can jump in. It actually starts tomorrow. And let's talk about a 10 right? So being present, because this moment may never happen again. You know, I, I got to experience that with my dad. He was, he was in hospice for three weeks. And um, I, I took care of him majority of those three weeks. So my sister could work. He was at my sister's house. And I was the one who got to experience his last good day. I got to experience his last good day. And something told me, you know, whatever you want to believe, the universe, God, whatever, something told me that I needed to be present in that moment because he woke up out of a coma 
and he woke up, he sat, basically sat right up or had me sit him right up because he had no muscles left. Right. And I said, I've got to listen to my dad right now. And all of a sudden I thought, well, gosh, I thought I was dreaming because he started to share like as if he was in the boardroom talking to all of his staff, but he was actually talking to me and he was coaching me and consulting me. His favorite thing to do was coaching in business. And I got to experience this, right? I got to experience it. I got to experience the last good coaching with my dad. And I couldn't even share it for a couple of days because I was so bewildered by the entire event that I couldn't even believe it. But I started to think like, how many times have I not been present that I could have been present because this moment may be a moment that will never, ever happen again. Right. And so taking advantage of being present. That was actually my word in 2017. And I'll tell you, I'm so glad it was because I really, you have to train yourself of being present, turning things off, right? Turning off social media, turning off the news that you can be present. Let's talk about intention and that's being intentional, right? And it's interesting because I thought I was, but I didn't realize I, I am not always compassionate, with myself. I'm not always compassionate with myself. I'm not always kind to myself, right? Listen, you're doing the best you can right now with what you have. You're doing the best you can. Sean and Lisa sent me this beautiful card in the mail and it really hit. I just got it actually this morning. And they said, I can only imagine how heavy your heart is, must be from the weight of the loss. Dealing with this pain can be such a struggle. So I want you to remember it's okay to grieve. However, you need to grieve and take care of yourself however you see fit, even if it means letting others reach out to you. No matter how you choose to cope, God's love will be there. And it was perfectly said because just having compassion on yourself. And they actually talked me into not working last week. And I wanted to work because I wanted to keep my mind off of it. And Sean's like, no, you're not working. And I'm so glad because it was a, I was able to take care of myself. So please be kind to yourself. If you hear yourself saying words like, I'm overwhelmed, I'm frustrated, it's because you're not practicing this mindfulness and being compassionate with yourself, which really goes into this pillar number three, right? Which is self-care. This is the, you know, when Wynn said, to me, to us, I always feel when when speaking that he's speaking right directly to you. Do you guys feel that? Like I always like, oh my gosh, he's talking to me. You know, it's like being in church, you know? <laughs> and so he said one day, he said, you can't leave your soul at home. You can't leave your soul at home. And I tell you that has shifted my mindset. It's shifted my mindset when I've coached my team. I always know when my team members have left their soul at home. I can feel it. I can sense it. They're overwhelmed. They're frustrated. Right. And I've got to be there for them. And especially, you know, my leaders, because they're going to trickle that down. They're going to trickle that down. And I have that opportunity to build that meaningful life. Right. And that psychologically rich life. And some of the greatest ways that I do it, I don't, how do you do it? How do you take care of your soul? I want to see in the chat box and I'll, I'll list the ways that I do and ways I've learned over the past few years. And one is relaxation techniques, you know, uh, just incredible, right? Michelle Mitchell, she does, you've been going through her course, which I think is incredible. She teaches you breathing exercises. Dr. Caroline Leaf, like there's so much power in breathing. You have no idea what it does for you, right? It helps to take care of your soul. Prayer, 
deep breathing, as I mentioned, music. I've been listening to music more and more lately and meditational music, and it's really helping to calm my soul, right? Yoga, I've been doing yoga on the beach. Brendan, don't get too excited because I can barely touch my toes, but I've been doing it on Marco Beach. And it's just so cool being in that atmosphere with the ocean, beautiful sky and the sand. It's actually beautiful. And so I've been working on that. And then, as I mentioned, meditation as well through that process. And, and let's talk about mental health. How do you take care of your mental health, right? Most of the time, what we're thinking about is our physical health. We don't think about our mental health. And this is what this is, you know, detoxing our brain, doing our own brain surgery. There's something called telomeres on our chromosomes in our, in our brains. And if, if you fray those telomeres, it actually can cause dementia, can cause Alzheimer's, all of those things in your brain. And that's from toxic thoughts, ruminating over and over on toxic thoughts. So if you, if you want another reason why to do this brain detox on a consistent, it has to be every day. You guys, it can't just be once a year. It has to be every day. Seven to 16 minutes is really all it takes, right? Expressing your toxic thoughts. So go from suppressing to expressing. And I just sit down with a piece of paper every day and I say, what am I frustrated with right now? I write it out and just write until I can't write anymore. Why am I frustrated? I get to the root of it, right? Why, why am I so frustrated? And then how can I reconceptualize it? I won't leave that paper until it's, I find the gold in it. And that's a daily basis. And then I just repeat that over and over. Dr. Caroline Leaf recommends seven times a day, at least. So every couple hours, you know, I just have, um, this pop-up that tells me, make sure I do that, right? And so finding the gold in what you're struggling with. And, you know, lastly, I want to share on mental health. And I believe that this is so important. And I know that many of you um, may be really struggling with this right now. And I, I have, and I've been going through a lot of thought processes as I've lost my dad. And uh, that's mastering self-forgiveness, you first have to master self-forgiveness. Otherwise, you will live a life of overwhelm. You'll live a life of being offended all the time by people. You'll live a life of having issues with everyone and everything in your life, right? And so let's talk about physical health. <laughs> you know, I, I know we, I've used the excuse to, you know, like, oh, the gym shut down, so I'm not going to work out. And it's like, uh, no, Tina, there's beachbody.com. You can get on there, right? I can do yoga on the beach in Marco Island. I can walk. I can jog. There's things that you can do, right? And I, I love when uh, I heard that you guys learned about uh, brain breaks. I'm going to work on brain breaks. I don't know about you, but that's something I added a to-do list to work on those as well, to be able to work through this process of self-care, exercise, diet, sleep. How many of you are like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting enough sleep. Like, like I want to, I, I don't want to live a life of having to take a sleeping pill, right. To be able to sleep. Like I want to work through this process. Like, what do I need to do? What vitamins do I need to take? What doctor do I need to go to, to help me through this process, right. Uh, to be able to practice the art of self-care. And let's talk about pillar number four, right. And, and I love the theme, the power of us, because, I believe that if it wasn't for Paul Mitchell schools, I would not be where I am today. If it wasn't for Wynn Claybaugh and John Paul DeJoria, Brennan, 
all of you that have led the way to help us build positive relationships. You know, um, studies show that people who have positive relationships have a strong purpose in life and have greater resiliency, right? But they know they can't do life alone. They know they can't do life alone. And, you know, in this age of right now, of isolation, we can get we can get creative with it. I know I've gotten creative. I have a virtual Bible study that I've been doing. And I'll tell you, if it wasn't for that virtual Bible study, they spent one hour last week praying for me. And I cried like rivers of tears during that whole hour. Like I was able to release so much anxiety and so much frustration through that past, through that, um, you know, situation that's been happening in my life. And so, you know, do you have a social safety net? Put in the chat box. Do you have a social safety net? What does that look like? Who's your social safety net? You know, I didn't realize many years ago when I started the Be Nice or Else team that that's really, I didn't realize it was going to help for 2020. I hope your Be Nice or Else teams are meeting. I really do. Even if it's just virtually, I met with our Be Nice or Else teams. And I'm going to talk a minute for about our brand new leadership teams that we're creating in the Paul Mitchell schools. I met with them every Friday uh, virtually. And I just did what I'm doing with all of you here. And we just leaned in and I got to hear things from them of what they're struggling with, right? I got to do messages like this that I'm doing with all of you. And I'm doing this right now with my future professionals that are on our leadership teams, that are brand new leadership teams with being resilient as well. And so you gotta build this muscle, right? But you can't do without positive relationships. And I'm watching so many people doing life alone. And, and so I just wanna encourage you, don't, don't do this alone right? Get creative, right? We have, you, you, we talked about this. You guys talked about this. We have three basic human needs. I, I don't know whose message that was, but it's so true. We have to feel safe, feel like you belong and feel like you have a purpose. And I'm going to take that a step further to feel like you can build a meaningful life and a psychologically rich life. And that's my goal for every single one of you. One of the greatest lessons that Win ever taught me was love. And because he always says that whatever the question is, the answer is love. So Tina, how can I respond to this situation with love? And it's something that I really have been working on ever since he said that. And it's just absolutely incredible. I want to talk about the last pillar and that's purpose, right? People with a strong why have greater resiliency. You know, I talked about the pandemic of separated the players from the pretenders and you obviously are the real players because here you are you're on this call and I'm going to help you to lean in even stronger to be a stronger player one of the classes that I do with our future professionals is I sit down and say hey what do you want to do with this career and why do you want to do it it's actually seven layers deep seven layers deep of finding the exact why it's so much more than making great money, right? So much more. Why do you want to make more money? And then you ask the next question, why do you want to do that? All the way down to seven layers deep. I'll tell you, the, the future professionals and the team members with a strong why, right? The how is just shows up. The how just shows up. And I just think that's absolutely beautiful. So build that powerful why. Simon Sinek has a book called The Power 
of why, which I think is really incredible. So, so just like the Kintsugi mess, message that I'm talking about, right, that broken pottery to mend with gold, that philosophy, we need to build the powerful habit of resiliency, right, and to find our gold. Did you find your gold today? Did you find your why behind that struggle? Did you find it? Just like, you know, when I was diagnosed with the cancerous lesion, now cancer-free, right? And so I'm able to do these courses for women to help them prevent breast and ovarian cancer. That's my gold that I have. Have you found your gold, right? Listen, your adversity, your struggle, your flaws, yes, your flaws, your mistakes, your pain, everything that you're going through right now or have gone through is your secret weapon, right? And your story needs to be told. Your story needs to be shared, right? Do you share your story with people, right? Do you share the gold that came from it? That's why I wrote my book, Be Amazing, right? It's people that have turned their adversity into their gold, right? Dust yourself off and do the survey again and, uh, and go ahead and what do you strive for? What do you strive so for? So hopefully the numbers will go up. <laughs> Oh, yay. We're doing better. We got meaningful life is the highest now. Happy life and psychologically rich life, right? But, uh, thank you guys for playing along. And uh, did you find your gold? I would love to hear if you found your gold today. And what does that look like? I got chills, <laughs> as always. And uh, Tina, you're so, uh, you know, you are so giving and so kind and you're, you're you know, what what you, you definitely walk your talk. And that's one thing that um, I love about you. And um, uh, I, I, I know there's five or six of you out there. I know you, you mentioned Lisa and Sean and Sarah and so on and so forth, but I, you know, there's more of you out there. I don't know how you do it. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, thank you. you, thank you. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to send us your stories of transformation through www.tinablack.net. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a rating and subscribe. See you next time.